I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Another blow for millennials. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So, um, I saw the stat and then I looked into it more, try to figure out what the heck's going on there. One out of five Americans have reportedly gotten hurt while setting up a Christmas tree this year. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Ah, uh, me too. One out of five. This year? This year. No. I mean, <laughs> what do you mean by hurt? You got poked by one of the, the needles, the pine needles? All right. Uh. And one gal, I had a raccoon in her tree, then could have chewed her throat off. According to a survey... This Rip is, your lungs out, Jim. This is from an insurance company? Uh, one in five Americans have reportedly been injured while setting up their Christmas tree this year. The number is quite a bit higher than last year. They're not sure why. When it comes down to which generation has been hurt the most, this is where it's bad news for you millennials. Uh, the younger you are, the more likely. 27% of Gen Zers have been injured, followed by 24% of millennials. It drops hmm. way down to 5% of baby boomers. Uh, or, they're well, probably they, setting up fewer trees. Well, they, they know what they're doing. They've they, done it before. They're wily veterans. Exactly, Sean. I know where the danger is. I know how you get poked, how you get gouged, how you get your finger pinched. Or they would never tell an insurance agent or a hospital or a surveyor that they got injured putting up their freaking tree. Yeah. I would never admit it to anybody if I did. Uh, what if you, like, severed your finger? Would you go ahead? I cut it completely Tell the doctor, off. oh, yeah, just yeah, it's just laying there. Yeah, I was putting up the tree, and I, uh, I'd I, probably, I held down to the bottom, and I was lowering it into the stand. <laughs> it hadn't occurred to me that, well, <laughs> anyways, you can see, here's my finger. <laughs> I'm going to give you the finger. Do you get it? 24% of the survey respondents said they feel safer with artificial trees versus 8% who feel safer with a real tree. The word safe has become the bane of my existence. I hear that word and my blood pressure goes up. It's unsafe, the, the real trade. Life is unsafe. Yeah, jeez, come on. 
My mom was really it's not big like on. I'm, I'm some sort of. I'm not one of those guys who flies around in a squirrel suit or anything like that. I'm not a test pilot, okay? But the, <laughs> but, but the worship of safe, safe this, safe that, safe space. Life ain't safe. Go get, go get a bruise. It's fine. Kind of hard to picture you being one of those guys that puts on the squirrel suit and just dives off the top of a building and flies around uh, downtown somewhere. No. <laughs> no. Not a lot of base jumping in your future, Joe. No. <laughs> Number one, I'd have to have the XL squirrel suit, and they're hard to find. And they bunch up in the rear. <laughs> Speaking of safe, um, my mom was a stickler for unplugging the Christmas tree at night. Do not leave it in overnight. Oh, we, yeah. we leave ours plugged in all the time. Well, that was back in the day, though, when the bulbs were a lot hotter. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, yeah, probably yeah. a, a no. I'm sure reasonable uh, precaution. I'm sure there was a time when it was a good idea, but we leave ours plugged in all the time. It says here, 75 percent of respondents leave their Christmas tree lights on overnight, which put families at risk of potential fire. Ah, uh, not really. I think your risk of a fire by having your Christmas tree lights up are about the same as your laptop being plugged in to charge up overnight, which is zero. Well, maybe around uh, three, four, or five days after Christmas, when you probably should get rid of the tree and it's all dried out and it's kindling mostly. And- then it's probably not a great idea. We're old timey. Depending on the kind of lights. We have, you have. actual candles for lights in the little cup <laughs> on a dry tree. Don't nice. run by the tree. <laughs> you give your kids a single piece of candy for Christmas in their slipper. How um, 11% of Americans use Christmas lights that have been around for at least seven years, 5% use Christmas lights that are a decade old or more. I know we had the same ones my entire life when I was a kid. Yeah, I remember, too, if you touched them, you would be burned. Yeah. And these days, they're LEDs. There's yeah. twinkly and everything. You'd... I saw a funny post from uh, various hardware stores around this time of year um, get uh, inundated with people looking for a male-to-male adapter oh, yeah. oh, because yeah. they string their lights wrong and they just end up with the two ends that don't meet. And not only is that not a thing, but that is, uh, were you to create one, you're essentially just creating a spark fire waiting to happen. You're a homosexual, aren't you? (laughs) I don't approve of the lifestyle. Uh, Male-to-male adapter. But yeah, there were hardware stores all over that had these, you know, printed up things like, do not ask for this. This is dangerous. Do not make one on your own. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That is so funny. It's not that hard to do. You just turn the lights around. I mean, I did that when I was stringing the lights the other day. Oh, I got them backwards, so I just... Take them off, you lazy bastard. (laughs) No, 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 no. You put the plugs about a quarter inch apart and just let the electricity arc across the, uh, (laughs) the gap. That's the way to do it. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? Right. It's a great light show for the kids. There's got to be an adapter for this, right? Let me go down to the hardware store. A quarter of respondents get rid of their real Christmas tree by burning it at the end of its use. I would if I could. I used to when I lived in the country. Mm -hmm. Famous story where... Are you not allowed to burn a tree now? There are most neighborhoods you can't burn at all, where we live anyway. But Uh, My um, my barbecue got out of control. What are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I, I decided to burn our tree. It was a couple of weeks after Christmas. Thing was crazy dry, and I put a match to it. <laughs> Nothing happened. I was so disappointed. I thought the thing was going to go up like crazy, so I soaked it with gasoline. <laughs> Gas, not lighter fluid. Gasoline. Gasoline. Mm. And by God, it went up then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I lost half the hair on my arms and an eyebrow, as I recall. But. Uh, Came just close, the fireball came just close enough to remind me how important fire safety really is. <laughs> somewhat Smokey I, Bear. Somewhat ironically, you yield Jesus built. at the Christmas tree. <laughs>
I was really grateful that I wasn't seriously injured. Oh, yeah. Because then I would have had to tell my wife what a stupid thing I'd done. <laughs> the injury, I probably would. Oh, you could lose your sight. I mean, I'm not, oh, yeah, not taking that. it too lightly, but yeah, it uh, uh, the hair on my forearms, and I have hairy forearms. It was burnt up to like two thirds of the way up oh. with that terrible smell. Oh. So I had bare like <laughs> half a forearm for a couple of weeks. <laughs> Burning hair is such a terrible smell. Was there smoke <laughs> coming off your arms? I don't think so, Michael. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I do remember I like patted it and some of the singed hair just crumbled and fell to the ground. Um, and what did you think after that you did that? Like immediately after you did that? I thought, oh, yeah, the fumes are flammable, too. It's actually what I thought. Oh, I've started a lot of fires with gasoline or lighter fluid, but they're completely different things. Mm. The fire, lighter fluid is an amazing thing because the fire won't chase up the stream of lighter fluid. But like oh, gasoline, they told me since I was a kid, a kid it will. Nah, I've, never, I've never seen it. <laughs> I've, I've never been able to get it to do it, but gasoline yeah. it absolutely will. Wow. It'll just, like, if you're, if you're, like, pouring out of a can, it'll just go right up to the can. That's problematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a completely different one. You, you don't lose more than the that. hair on your arms. Yeah, you got to be careful. When you, I've started a lot of fires with gasoline. That's a different, different thing. Yeah, you put on seminars. Yeah. My dad used to. We lived in a very green place, Wisconsin, and you aren't going to get a wildfire. So lots of solar and wind power. Yeah, everything was green, wasn't dry, and he couldn't oh. get. There's not going to be a wildfire of any kind. We had big, giant bonfires just weekly, mm. with branches and stuff like that out behind our shed, and my dad is soaking gasoline and light on fire. Oh, giant, huge fire. It was awesome. A little slash pile. <laughs> Get some marshmallows and weenies. That's nice. a good time. Yeah, nice. right next to the house, huh? Yeah, right behind the house. Yeah, childhood. I miss those days. Simpler times, hmm? Mm-hmm. Fires, burning stuff off your arms. It's fantastic. Exploding Christmas trees. <laughs> you know, living. Exactly. Yep. America. Uh, here's Clark Griswold uh, bringing home his Christmas tree and unwrapping it. I have a little more trimming to do, but that won't be a problem. Ready? I give you the Griswold family Christmas tree. A lot of sap in here. Mm. (laughs) I haven't seen that movie in ages. I really need to. I guess that's it. (laughs) A lot of sap in here. (laughs) I'm Saleha Mosin. And I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.